sparks are blue and roses are red, and God, do I miss good morning, Ed. Anyway, guys, Brad here, along with Mikey and Eric. What's up, fellas? What's happening? How you doing, Brad? You know, just driving the lonely road by myself as usual. What do you hey. mean? Hey, tell them about the special guest before we get too far into your feelings. We have a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, we have dating in the decades and going on right now. And we have Crystal with us. What's up, Crystal? Hi, how are you? Uh, not too shabby, not too shabby. I see you're sporting some uh, some glasses today. Oh, okay. Relax. <laughs> wow. Just, just told me to relax. Jeez. Wow. I think glasses make you look smart. Um, I guess you need to wear something, Mike. I am, actually, technically. <laughs> See? Um, I think it just depends on who they go on because sometimes. <laughs> so, what she's saying, Mike, is you don't look too smart with a button. Well, I can't look any smarter. I, can't, I look smart both ways, so it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, God. Listen to this shit, Eric. Eric, get us started. Jump us in. I'm listening. So. <laughs> So now, now, Eric, now, Eric, you can continue to ask Brad about his feelings about being on the lonely road, having to drive all by himself. <laughs> oh, by myself. For, for, his, for his job, he has to drive. His yeah. job. So where are you heading? I'm heading over to uh, beautiful Spring Hill. Why? <laughs> don't, ever, don't everybody be all happy at once? <laughs> Woohoo! No. I know they're all like, oh, Spring Hill? Oh, okay. I don't, yeah, work, at, exactly. I don't work at that Hooters one time and never again. I was like, <laughs> not picking up shifts over there ever. I ate at that Hooters once. <laughs> Very tiny. What, what was, Very I, tiny. I still wanted to get gross. Very I do not want to get gross is the question. <laughs> this wow. story. Yeah, so you were probably I, definitely way too good looking to work there. I'm just saying. Dude, have you seen like that, pictures of Crystal? Like in like when she's in full makeup, dude, and fully dressed up? No. Because I, I, I don't stalk her Instagram, but I mean, she, <laughs> look, she she looks very pretty now, so and Aww. she just woke up like this. Allegedly. I feel like I feel like you're just saying that just be nice. So I greatly See, appreciate it. That sounds like I, a, that I, sounds like you self esteem issue, not me. I'm giving you compliments. Listen, I'm just saying I'm see, not. I know, I know, I don't look great right now. See, Crystal, Crystal reminds me of the girl from Bridesmaids, like in the very beginning scene where she's laying in the bed and the guy's still sleeping. So she gets up and puts on full makeup and gets back in the bed and acts like she just woke up. Yeah. Um, Listen, I'm a, I'm a happily married man, but if, if I woke up next to you and you look like that, I would be pretty okay with it. Oh, thanks. So, Pretty okay. okay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, back when I was like 18, I've done that before. So, yeah. No, you did not. What? Woke up next to a strange man? No, a strange man. And put, make, put makeup I was, on. Like, I was starting to Touched date. Up. I started to, I was moving in with this guy, and one time I would like wake up and like put like just a little bit of makeup on and like wake up yeah. before. Yeah. Now I just don't think it's good. <laughs> Why would you do that? I like, because well, you're young. I was 18. I was fucking stupid. I don't understand. Like, that's, what the, that's what the movies told her to do. Yeah. No shit. I, was, what, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Don't look at me. See, like I've you. seen Crystal's pictures when she was younger. I've seen Crystal's pictures when she was younger, but I think she looks better now. Talk about a late bloomer. I look like shit when I was younger. Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> damn. Well, well, I, I'm well, not that, saying that, that, would explain, that, that would explain a lot about your being humble then. Yeah, I was not being a late bloomer because you, you grew you grew into your hotness. Yeah, did you so. have the ugly duck syndrome? Um, I don't think so. I mean, everybody has always told me that I was pretty younger, but I still, and I just think now I like I look a lot better than I did back then. No, oh, I'm sure you do. Does social media play a lot into that? Does that weigh a lot on you? Like, you know, as a woman, like having to see all the standards out there and all the filters? Because the filters are crazy these days. No, I just really don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> when, I, when, I was, when I was 18, I think it was more or less the fact that I was just happy that things were going the way they were and I didn't want him to be 
like sometimes in the morning I hear myself, so I don't want to be Jesus Christ, you have high standards. Fuck. <laughs> that means I, I would probably wake up to animal control trying to drag me out of the room. <laughs> so Yeah, I'd be dead in the water before I even started. Yeah. Well, like I said, that was a million, a million moons ago. I'm, mm. I'm 34, so I'm pretty. So you are in the 30s category of dating, and, and and you're still single, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what it's like dating your 30s. Like, where do you find dates? How do you find them? Like, honestly, things like that. Honestly, like I don't, I don't go out looking for them. Um, I, I. You probably shouldn't have to. I mean. Yeah, I don't go out looking for them. Um, I see your DMs being pretty full. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty right. <laughs> a lot of it's, it's mixed match because I did live in Florida, so but now I live in Tennessee. So uh, from both, both ends of the spectrum, when I first moved to Tennessee, I did down, I've never, ever downloaded any kind of dating app. And when I first moved here, I downloaded one. And it wasn't really necessarily to go on dates. It was just to meet, like, different people. Oh. And after like I met a few, and then I realized that they're common fr- or we have mutual friends. I deleted the app, and now I just kind of do my own thing. And when it happens, it happens. I don't go. I don't go out looking for it. They usually find me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where can they find you? <laughs> oh, okay. So that's interesting because we had another conversation with uh, someone earlier um, that also works in a, like a bar setting. Um, and, um, what was their, do you remember what their stance was on that, Eric, about dating, dating their customers? Don't do I don't show. No, I don't. I do. Okay, Brad, go ahead. Yeah. Their standard, basically she said she didn't really fraternize or like she would talk with them, but she didn't date people that were regulars is what she said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really fun. Okay. It's a, when you're as a server, it's a fine line. It is. I'm not going to lie. As a server or bartender, it's definitely that gray, that gray area because if you guys break up and it's not not a good breakup, should I say, mm-hmm. either A, the bartender is going to be in their feelings about it, or B, that regular is, and then you're going to lose out on that money, whatever mm-hmm. cash flow that they provide well- you. So that, and then also, if you're regular, like say he he's a regular and he has five or six friends those five or six friends are probably not going to come in either so that that i can understand it definitely like i said it draws that fine line being a manager is different because no matter what i you're not paying my bills so i don't care if you come in or not Hmm. um damn that's right I don't, I don't care. Um, it's usually, but it's usually not that, uh, people that work at like other bars and cause I try not, I try not to date the regulars either or like talk to anybody that comes through, um, corner pub, like at the sports bar comes through a corner pub. Um, I usually will date people outside of, that work at different bars. Like the last person I was dating, he was an ADAX driver, so that's like the Bernie Little, um, mm. in in Tennessee, like the yeah, gotcha. distributor. Yeah, so he um, he was one of the drivers. That was the closest thing to shitting where I eat. I guess it's kind of weird because I still see him every Wednesday when he drops off the beer. Uh, but, yeah. So did, did did Bud Light split you guys up? I know. <laughs> hey but what's funny about all that though is so he did drive a bud light truck mm. and they actually had to paint his, his the back of back end of his truck white because of that whole bud light thing yeah isn't that crazy i thought that was pretty wild i still think it's crazy i, th- I the fact so that, the fact that they're taking it off like i'm mean, taking it off tap lines like yeah, there people are only selling bottles. We did the same thing. I think it's fucking stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Well, they alienated. I mean, if you want to drink Bud Light, drink fucking Bud Light. Who cares? That's what I said. Well, they alienated their owner base. 
So well, my whole thing is, is everybody, everybody now has an opinion about something and everybody's in their feelings. Like, don't get me wrong. My, my, one of my best friends is transgender. Mm -hmm. I just don't have a fucking opinion about anything. Like I like what I like. And guess what? Like if that's the case and you're so mad at Bud Light, like McUltra is still an Ian Weiser Bush product. Bush Light is like, you're still drinking all that. That's why Modelo went to number one, which is crazy. A Mexican beer. Hey, speaking of which, uh, Mike, I actually prefer that beer now that I've tried it. Can, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay, I was gonna say uh, Modella actually came out to to just bury Bud Light once and for all mm -hmm. uh, as far as sales when they relaunched their uh, Modella Or O R E. Yeah. If you look it up, it has ninety calories, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. It, I mean, I've never never been a big Bud Light fan yeah, myself anyway, but it's actually way better as far as taste. Um, it's really good. So I think that if people catch wind of this and it starts really taking off, it'll bury Bud Light once and for all. They finally dropped out of the top 10 beers yeah. um, in the country. And that's the first time ever in its history that that's happened. Hmm. So I guess, you know, before we get right back to the dating thing on the whole, we'll just do one little quick segment on the transgender thing. My only problem with it is, is the women's sports. And then I didn't like the Dylan McKay for the fact that how he portrayed women, because for the last 40, 80 years, 80, actually almost 80 years now, you know, women have tried to get away from the ditzy, crying all the time, looking silly, acting silly mindset and to be treated, you know, equally and fairly in the workplace. And he turns around and is like, I've only been a woman for the first day and I've already cried six times, you know, and I'm like, I'm going out on a jog in my new Nike wear, but I got to wear my pumps because that's what I do because I'm a woman. That kind of pissed me off because I have a daughter. And I know how hard she's worked in sports and how hard she's worked. And to see somebody do that and portray it like that, that kind of pissed me off because I don't think that's how the, the brand should represent. You know, I don't think that men should be in women's sports and transgender men and dominating women's sports when they can't even place in the top 100, you know, so of the men's sport. Like, I don't think that's fair. And that's where I'm that's where I'm having a problem with it. I don't and think then, it's fair. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair either. I yeah. honestly think that like at the end of the day, regardless, like and this probably may hurt feelings or yeah. you know, but I feel like sports shouldn't be mixed. Um, I think there are some certain things that have to have to stay mm -hmm. whatever gender that you were born with in the yeah. very beginning. And that's it, that that's the end of the day. Do something else. Why why mess you can't really the fact that you are trying to be or you're in, you know, it, it changing your gender up and you're going right. to be female and you're going into, you know, female sports, like, it's not really fair to the, all, the, all the other girls or all the other ladies that, right. that are actually doing something about it or, you know what I mean? So I, I feel like there are certain things and sports are definitely one of them that you just can't really – change well, up and like i said everybody has an opinion everybody's feelings are now getting hurt so now everybody has to like change up to whatever society is saying at the end of the day and so yeah but it's not just sports it's also women's you know uh, beauty pageants it's also women in business i mean the um i think it was time magazine and you know the uh woman of the year award went to a transgender man or a transgender woman, I guess. Um, is it a man or woman? I don't even know now because it's so confusing. Well, it's, so, it's, a, it's a them it, or a they. It, yeah, it was a, it was a man that became a woman, and now she's the woman of the year, which to me that is like putting a bad example for like our daughters because it's like no matter how hard you try, if a man has the same equal skill set and he's transgender, he's going to win simply for the fact that he's transgender at this moment in time. And honestly, like... Just like the swimming meet. I mean, bare bottom yeah, line. Just to, just to base on that, like, honestly, yeah. at the end of the day, like... So you're saying, ultimately, regardless, even though, like, you are changing your gender into a female, it's still a man's world. That's not fair. Right. Like, I mean, there are certain things that you can't... You shouldn't be able allow be allotted to do. But yeah. that's my... That would be my opinion on this situation, but I... Like I say, I don't, I don't really care, well, you know. We can table that for another discussion because let's get back to the dating. So basically, all right, so your, your form of dating right now is basically you're sitting back and waiting for them to come to you. I just, it's not even – it's, it's not even – it's just – come to me. I just mm – -hmm. um, 
I, I just don't go out looking for it. Like if I see something that I'm actually interested in or I'm like, ooh, I want to talk to that person, I will go up there and like talk to them, obviously. But I don't go out of my way like to – like I, I'm usually there with like a bunch of friends, like mixed crowds, girls and guys and stuff like that. And it's usually – nine times out of ten, it's usually when you date somebody, especially now the way I am anyways, it's mm-hmm. usually a friend of a friend. Hmm. So that's usually how I end up stumbling upon people. So yeah. would would you say that you've you've gotten to the point where like you're just you're comfortable with yourself, and if love happens, it happens. Like you're not out there like it's you don't need it so to, so per se. Um. Well, I think I feel everybody at the end of the day wants to be loved. All right. Right. I'm definitely secure enough to know that if I'm forever single and forever alone, because don't get me wrong, I have pretty fucking high standards. I'm. You know, I, you have to have a good worth ethic. You, we're gonna get the, yeah, we'll get to those in just a quick second. That's the next okay. thing I was going to ask you. Um, you have, um, but I've been in relationships my pretty much my whole life. So, like, all, all throughout high school, I was dating somebody. We broke up. And then I was dating uh, – he was a minor league baseball player. I was dating him for five five and a half years. Um, and then after that, it would be after that, after, when we broke up, it was like one or two year relationships. So I've been in relationships my whole life. So now, and this is probably the longest I've been actually like single, I guess. I mean, I've dated like two, three months when I was dating people, but nothing serious. Um, I just, if it ha- like I said, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not really I'm looking for that. So you you mentioned a second ago your standards. Well, what are you looking for in a man or woman? Uh, I, I they have to <laughs> they have to have good work, work they have to have good work ethic and they have to you know love their family and like be there for you know what I mean like loyalty trust like pretty much anything basic like I mean you can't be a scrub on the side of the so, road. See that's kind of sad because that shouldn't be a high standard. That should just be a standard. Correct. But there's, like, so many, there's so many people now, nowadays that, that don't do that. Right. No, I understand that. Yeah. So, like, as far as physical looks, like, what, what are you looking for? I don't know. I like him pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I'm usually a, a, dark, a dark feature girl. Um, okay. I, I like... I like brunettes. Eric, that leaves you out. Yeah, I like brunettes. And I think, I think he—I mean, I think he may have died because he slumped over. Hey, Eric, yeah. you okay? Is he sleeping? I don't know. He's not moving. He isn't moving. Is he frozen? Uh, you okay? Oh, he was. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> he was out. Yeah, he's out. He was out. Did you pass out? Yes, he did. You okay, Eric? His blood sugar may have dropped. Uh, I was I was told that I was going to be dating somebody who's not dark complexed. <laughs> okay, he's not, he's not getting it. So, anyways, dark. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a. You just threw Crystal way off. All I right, know. so I'm yeah, a so, I'm a brunette girl. I okay. And he has to he has to be taller than five nine. Okay, see that's reasonable. Five nine is reasonable. I'm six one. But you're not dark haired. <laughs> I'm six one. Yeah, if I was single, that would leave me one hundred percent out of every category. <laughs> yeah. So five nine. Okay, see that's reasonable. Five nine's good. How tall are you? I'm short. How I'm short are you? I don't yeah. remember. Oh, damn, that's hot. Yeah, I'm a little girl. Yeah. Okay, so She's five tiny. nine. See, that's reasonable because, like, if you just said something like, "I want somebody that's six five, you know, benches three hundred pounds, has a seven figure income." I don't know. I don't, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't need you to finance me. I can finance myself. Now, don't get me wrong. It's great if you can bring that to the table. I, uh, you know what I mean. But I'm. That's not one of the things I look for. Like, so if, that lead that leads me to the next question, real quick. Not to cut you off, but it was okay. tying right into that. Okay, so you're going on a date with somebody. The first date. Do you expect them to pick up the tab? Do you want to split the tab? What is your preference? Oh, they're 100 percent paying the tab. Okay. Okay. That's a difference between like a younger generation so far. Cause a lot of them were like split the tab. They well, want to split very, it. I'm very old school. Yeah. Um, As am I. Like I couldn't yeah. imagine a girl paying for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm very old school. At the end. Now don't get me wrong. If we're dating, um, and 
you know, down the road or whatever. And for a long period of time, like splitting it or like you pick up this one, I'll pick up the next one. That's a whole different ball game. Um, but I, yeah, no, I think that you should 100% pay on the first date. See, I still get annoyed if my wife pulls out my credit card from her purse. Cause she's, it's my, it's my, it's my account basically. And she wants to pay with my credit card. <laughs> I'm like, no, that sends the wrong signal. Put that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jay, hey, Mike. Yeah. Man, happy like me taking you to lunch going, hey, man, I'm going to take you out to lunch today and put on the company card. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So either way, Mike pays a third. Well, we have all of our all of our accounts are put together right now, but she just recently switched jobs. So right now she's not really making any income because she's trying to build her business. So that's that's why. But it doesn't it doesn't really matter. You know, like it's just that as a man, I feel like I should pay and I feel like I'm looked down on if I don't. But the younger generation has no problem with splitting it. Like they're like, oh, are you paying it? Are you not paying it? Now, now for just friends, I mean, I do try to get the tabs split if we're just friends, like going mm. out to dinner or stuff. But people still, I mean, especially so that, would, that would be that would be a signal from you. Like if you're like, no, no, let's split it. <laughs> people know already. So, but yeah, when I even when I say, hey, let's split it, they're like, no, 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 I've got it. Like it's fine. So I don't know. I think just a lot of it just depends on. I guess the people that you're messing around with or trying yeah. to trying to date too. So what are the biggest challenges right now? Cha- what? What are the Is biggest there? challenges right now in dating? Do you think? Um, I think that guys are just too sensitive and they're, they're really in their feelings and, or they're, yeah. they try to act like so hard and like shut off and they don't want to talk about, whatever you know is going on with them in their life and or they want to overshare and overstimulate and talk about their feelings so i think it that is probably one of the biggest things i think as a man Mm. you it's it's cool that you set boundaries but it's also like you should be able to identify and have a you know have an actual conversation and you know come to some decision making together if that's what you want at the end of the day. And that's so you're looking for, so a guy should be open, but not too open. I mean, basically. Yeah. I don't just so like, you know, you, you don't have that. I'm trying to pry and like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like some, some, some guys like to have some kind of mystery to them. And at the end of the day, they're willing to, like they're going to either open up more and talk about it when they're right. ready. Like there's no, there's no reason want to pry. And I feel like a Chris, lot of women just pry and pry all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's what hey, Crystal, I have a quick question. So do you prefer guys that are direct? Obviously like yes. I mean about what they want and what they need, or you like the guys that beat around the bush a little bit? No, I like to be a little more mysterious. I like the people that are direct that are very like, you know, this is, you know, let's, let's sit down and like be able to talk about like what we want out of each other. And if I'm doing something wrong or you're doing something wrong or whatever, I'm all about fixing things. I'm very old school. Like if we can't talk it out or we do talk it out and we can't come to a healthy compromise, then what are we really doing here? Like at the end of the day, what's, what's the real goal here? Okay, so that my follow-up question is, okay, so let me take this a little further. So it, are you the feel the same way about the sex and the bedroom? Do you um, feel like the guy always needs to be in charge, or is it something that do you prefer him to do that, or is it something that you feel like it, you like to be more in charge as well, um, or I, maybe both? I feel like it's, it's a both thing sometimes, um, but I'm not going to lie. Um when it comes to being in the bedroom, I'm, I'm pretty submissive. So a lot of people aren't. Um, but it's like I said, it's a half and half thing. Like usually some guys, really, yeah, some Hmm. guys prefer that. It just depends on the situation. See, I felt like your personality might be, you might be a little bit more on the uh, strong side where you are more of the uh, dominatrix versus the the submissive person. Don't get me wrong. I, I can, I could definitely be that. Um, I'm, I'm such a bitch. 
outside of the bedroom and outside of, you know what I mean? To every, like, and not right. because I want to be, because, because I have to be. Um, so like, especially with work and stuff like that, um, I uh-huh. think that it kind of being a little bit submissive out, like at home is something, you know, I do. I'd, I'd much rather not have to, you know, carry that weight all the time I and mean, be that person all the time. Okay. That makes sense. Eric's obviously gone, so. Yeah, he, he bailed out on us. I, I think he got I think he got sick. Yeah. He, I mean, he was like all of a sudden, Eric's got some uh, some health issues yeah. that he Eric, deals Eric's with. Not so, really well. uh, so when he uh, when he starts to fade from time to time, it, it very rarely happens, but uh, we just tell him to exit, yeah. take off, and leave the show. Gotcha. But um, but yeah. So um, I get. I guess my uh, my next question is is okay. Before we wrap this up, is you said you that you 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 look for the hot guy, but do you feel like you pass on maybe the guy that might not be so hot, but he's an awesome person? I mean, I mean, I understand you have to be. I, I mean, I'm asking for a friend who is no longer with us right now. But um, no. But what I'm saying is, is um, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is that you know, sometimes when you're just looking for the, the physical, the mental connection doesn't, because you, you know, you said earlier that, you know, you've been dated, dated a lot, but if you've been dating for just, you know, mostly for the looks and, and, and I mean, I get it, you have to be sexually attracted to somebody, but if it's one, you know, if it's weighing more that direction and it's not working, do you feel like maybe it might be time to change it up? Or are you just saying, Hey, fuck it. I'm going to hold out. Cause I don't care. No. So, Ooh. Let me, let me go ahead. Okay. So don't get me wrong. I do tend to, you know, date the hotter guys. I don't want anybody hotter than me in our relationship. Like I much, <laughs> let me be dead honest. Um, I do date people that are attractive. Obviously, if I'm attracted, attracted to you and I want to jump your bones, yes, that's important. But that mental connection is also very important too. So if I can't hold a fucking conversation with you, and we can't talk all day or, you know, whatever, or pick up the phone and act like, you know, like have a, have an actual conversation or we, is it that just what are you doing? And then I'm not going to talk to you for 12 hours and you don't really care. Like, I don't want that. So I, I look for that mental connection, that, you know, communication. So it's not always the looks that get me. Like you could be a mediocre looking person and I could still go on a date with you. You don't have to be the hottest thing on the block. That's not what, that's not what right. I mean at all when I think okay. that. Well, I think looks are subjective. So like your mediocre might be somebody's ugly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or vice versa. Cause it's all subjective. Like, cause there's like different people have different types, you know? Yeah. And, and also at the end of the day, like if it just matters to what I think, I don't mm-hmm. care what you think. True. If I feel like I'm attracted to you or, you know, we have that, I don't give a shit what everybody else thinks. Right. Like, everybody else isn't going yeah. home to bed with you every day. Right. So. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> Mikey, you got anything else you want to uh, pop on um, Crystal real quick before we get out of here? Or? What? So what? The guy, have you been on any dates recently? Like within the uh, last year? Yeah. Okay. So what do those typically look like? Um, just, I guess it just depends. Well, um, do they pick you up? Do they oh, take yeah. you out to, okay. So they pick you up at your house. They pick me up. Okay. Well, I live in an apartment. So they'll look at me up. Um, I feel like. You not opening a door is kind of a red flag. Just like I said, I'm just kind of like old school. So like if if you if it starts off that way, I feel like it's you're going to have to pick up a lot of slack from there on after. Um, I'm at that age where a lot of younger people are very interested and then a lot of older people are interested. So it just I'm at that breaking point where I can date you or I can date your dad. 
Well, my dad's dead, so it'd be kind of hard. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad's 84, so that kind of throws you out. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to save that one for a separate show. You know, you <laughs> Necrophilia. Know I mean. yeah, you know what I mean, though. Like, so well, I. I mean, hey, Mike. Yeah. Mike, we are the dads. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, let me just have to date my daughter. That's what she's saying right there, buddy. But no, so, okay, so like, all right, that's interesting. So, how old would you date and how young would you date? Um, uh, the youngest I've dated is 25. Okay, at your age now, at thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Okay, what and was that like? Because that—that's getting almost an immature range. I like, know. um, like me, guy, me, horny, actually, me, run around, me, have so, no money. <laughs> no, no. So actually, uh, what's okay? So the Ajax driver was twenty. It well, he's now twenty-six, but okay. uh, he he was actually pretty mature for his age. I'm Do you not have kids. Huh? No. Okay. Um, but he had a job. He knew what he wanted to do. Um, he was actually going into business, uh, re um, like in construction with homes okay. and stuff like that. So sometimes there is that like fine line of immaturity, but that's also where that conversation needs to be set, like set in tone, where you need to be like, "Hey, what are we really doing here? Like, not trying to dick around anymore." Like, right. So. Um, but I think I think um, when you go on a date, like from my perspective, anyways, like I've had friends that open up car doors for me, so I think right. I feel like a car door should be definitely open. Um, I, you know, like I said, that conversation definitely has to be there in a date. Um, maybe you'll get a kiss at the end of the night. Maybe you won't. Um, I think that's that fine line of letting. A, either you're not interested or you are interested and you're just not trying to like put all the goodies out there for them. Yeah. So, so sex on the first date, would that be like a no, no, or is that, have you done that before? I've done that before. Does that, um, does that usually lead to something more or is that normally just cause it's like a one night stand type situation? You know, so. Which is totally okay. I'm not judging you. Like I'm not no, doing no, this. No, like, no, It's so crazy. So I, I personally have never had a one night stand. Um, I feel like a, Every one night stand that I've tried to have mm-hmm. turns into something. Which oh, okay. Is fucking stupid. Um, that, that's my, me too. So, my uh, actually, my five and a half year relationship was a one, was supposed to be a one night stand and it ended up being a five and a half year relationship. So, it always, I feel like it always turns into something more, whether it be we're dating for a few months or like it's kind of like that friends with benefits. We're still friends, but like, yeah i'm gonna we're gonna still do this and i'm <laughs> not gonna be jealous i've been there i've been there i know what you're talking about yeah. yeah i've been there i know what you're talking about yeah it's, it's all fun and games until somebody catches feelings <laughs> Pretty much. well the problem the problem eventually. with it the problem i was gonna say 99.9 percent of the time one of the two catches feelings um i literally i mean i think i've told this story before remind i don't i know i've told it to mike <sighs> but I don't, this might be a first for you, Crystal, but I um, went out with a girl um, that doesn't live here. And, but I told her from the very beginning, hey, I just, you know, let's be friends. We can do this. You know, oh, you we ended up me, having sex. Yeah, yeah, you told me this story. Okay, okay. So I told you that. So, so that, I mean, so I can see where that happens because, but, I, you know, no matter how blunt you are and how like open you are with people, it's like they tell you one thing. You know what I mean? Well, and then it's another. That's the thing. Like, if, if it's if it's one of those situations, I'm very I'm very clear about it. Like, hey, I don't want anything. Like, this is just for the sex. Like, literally, just for that. Um, sometimes there's an unspoken agreement. Um, I I can honestly say that any time that that's happened, um, it's not me. It's always mm-hmm. the guy that ends up catching feelings and which is annoying i'm like aren't you supposed to be the dude like yeah you're acting like the girl i think it's a lot harder for men these days because there's so many missed signals because we were talking to someone earlier and they they didn't like it when guys opened doors and like you know did that kind of stuff because they were strong independent women Mm -hmm. but it's not a matter of in my mind it's not a matter of me questioning your independence it's me valuing your time and your presence so I want to open the doors and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'll open, if I'm on the same side with a woman and I'm, we're riding together, like I'll open the woman's door first just because I'm the man. That's what I'm supposed to do. Like, yeah. 
it has nothing to do with it. Even if it's like a friend's wife or something like that, it's just a respectful thing to do. Correct. So I think that, that that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. Like people are just getting so far from, again, with the opinions and stuff and people's feelings and like whatever. That younger generation like is kind of like ruining all the that old school and that old school love like mm-hmm. and, you know. Right. Move, those old movies where you're walking down the right. park, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. That they're, they're they're negating it almost. Like yes. they they want to open their doors. They want to they want to split the checks. They, it's it's a respect thing. It's a respect thing for a guy. So not only are you diminishing that, especially an older guy, and that's why some of the relationships don't work because you're diminishing that, and it's actually hurting their ego. Yeah, and you're not realizing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So. I think I think real quick. I, I know Brad's got to go because he's on assignment. So Brad, do you want to sign off, sign out real quick, and then I'll. Yeah, I just wanted to say, Crystal, Crystal, before I know Mike's got a few more questions to ask, but I'm going to go ahead and get out. So um, hey, thanks so much for um, coming onto the show. I appreciate oh, you, man. You know, I always do. You know that yeah. you kick ass. So uh, Mike, I'm going to let you wrap it up, oh, guys. Thanks. I'll see you guys tomorrow on the show, and uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. See ya. Bye. Bye, Brad. So. Yeah, I think that, you know, I think the problem is, is like, it's kind of interesting. You look at other cultures and, you know, um, men used to have to pay a dowry to the fathers to get the, to marry the bride. And people were like thinking that's like, oh, they're selling their daughter, they're, you know, whatever. I think what it is, is they're basically building value because their daughter's worth something to them. You know what I mean? And it's worth their daughter's worth something. So the man has to work to accumulate this wealth in order to get permission from the father and marry the daughter. So, I mean, there's two ways you can look at it. And I think as society, we've kind of twisted all that stuff. Like, Oh, if I open the door, it means you're not strong enough to open the door. No, it means that, you know, you're important and I want to do that for you. So I'm very old school in that manner too, which is interesting to hear that, you know, because we are 10 years apart, but I think it's like the younger generations that are really confused, like in the twenties, Yeah, you know, like right now they're having a lot of struggle, um, trying to figure things out. And I know for guys, it's really hard because it's like, if right now, like if you're a guy out there trying to please your woman and do everything you can, you know, you're called a simp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you hear that term being thrown around like, Oh, like, I feel like there's you know. so many, I feel like there's so many acronym acronyms, like yeah. trying to like diminish the men. Right. And then also like, there's so many acronyms for like girls that, you know, are trying to be that boss. That yeah. Boss bitch, like, right. Or whatever. But I think at the end of the day, like regardless like being a simp isn't really being a simp. It's just being respectful. Yeah. And the fact that you are getting called names for being respectful makes you not want to be respectful because you are getting called these names. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, like girls that are in the younger generation, like that are dating these older men or whatever. And like, they want to do all those things for you. Um, it's just kind of like one of those things, like like you you are hurting their egos, like in yeah, hundred percent that you're hurting their egos, right? And um, so I at the end of the day, like a lot of a lot of the generations are becoming so mixed match in the dating world that now it's becoming harder to date, regardless, mm-hmm. or like find a partner regardless because the man the men doesn't they don't want to be sent. Uh, a woman or like a woman's like you know knowledge she just doesn't want to be doesn't want to take that submissive role yeah and let a man be a man for right i mean and i think that's very important especially in relationships like to have that but that's just me i was lucky enough to grow up with my mom she stayed home she didn't have to work because my dad went to work every day and worked and came home because it was a very um my parents were older so it was almost that you know, 50 style household where the man went off to work and the woman, my mom stayed home and took care of me in the uh, house. And, you know, my dad came home to a cook meal every day and she did his laundry, you know, while he was at work and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like we've gotten so far away from that family unit, you know, and people having like, it's not okay to have those type of roles, you know, like it's like, Oh, you're in the kitchen. That's bad. You know, like stay away from the kitchen. And it's like, I've met a lot of girls in the past that don't even know how to cook. You know, because no one's ever taught them. That's crazy to me. That's yeah. I, mean, I you know? don't get me wrong. Like I definitely throw down in the kitchen. I love to yeah. grill. However, I'm not. I'm also not gonna like throw that all out. Right. I understand. Yeah. Right off the rip. I'm not gonna. You know. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna see if like if this is even worth my time to continue, and then we'll go from there. 
I also think that social media is ruining relationships mm-hmm. and ruining people even trying to date. I think you should definitely have that time when you're going out on dates and stuff where you're not on your phone. You're 100%. not doing that. You're not checking your socials. Um, I think it's very also very important like when, you know, and you can definitely read it like when I'm dating someone like when we go out like, you know, if you let I'm not going to I I appreciate a man that will let me stand up for myself and let me do my own thing when we're out. Right. But when we're home like I can be I can be that submissive like type. I can be, you know what right. I mean? I don't have to have my guard up. I don't have to have, you know, I, all those things because I know that you 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 got me. You're I'm protected when I'm with you. Like I, I like feeling that self of security. Yeah, see that I think that's where communication comes in too because I feel like nowadays people don't communicate even though we have all the technology like to communicate we don't. Like we don't talk about what's really important. Because, you know, as a man or a woman, you don't know what the other person's thinking unless they tell you. You can assume, you can make all the assumptions in the world, you can try to read body language, but that's only half the story. So unless you have the conversations, you know, and then you have like, you get to know the person, which I don't feel like we get to know people. Like, you know, I watch my daughter date and she talks to people for like two weeks on socials before she ever meets them in person. And when they meet up, she's like, man, this is really boring. I was like, well, it was boring. Like, we had nothing to talk about. I was like, well, yeah, you just spent the last two weeks going over everything on text. So when you meet in person, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing new, nothing exciting. You know, you're talking 24-7. So I feel like that really made it more challenging because you know everything about the person, you know? Well, and also, too, like, uh, so, I mean, there. don't get me wrong. There are those guys that I've dated that I can I can talk to you literally all day, every day. Right. Talk about, and literally, we talk about nothing. But, like, I feel like the important stuff, like, either A, that's a a phone conversation. Yeah. Or B, that's an in-person, like, conversation. In-person, right. But I feel like, especially today, and, I mean, it's getting getting better over time, but especially today, guys don't like talking about their feelings. So, girls technically sometimes have to to pry that out of them. Yeah. Like, so, and then – then we're getting called all these all these names. You're crazy. You're blowing me up. You're yeah. this and that because well, you're not talking to me and telling me what's really going on. You're making you're making me assume and think all these things. Right. You're not you're not actually communicating with me. See, the, the problem is is that from a very young age, I know my age. I'm I'm 47, so in my age group, I know you know I grew up in a military household. So from very young, it was like, as a man, we're not supposed to show our feelings. You know, that was frowned upon. That would, you know, if, you, if you're seen crying, that brings more punishment than, you know, not crying. So you have to internalize all of that. And, you know, one of the things that I've come to realize is that, you know, women and children, they get unconditional love. Like, you know, a child will get unconditional love. Like, there's no conditions to that. Women, unconditional love. Men, it's conditional. You know, if we can't provide, if we can't be there for you, if we can't show up, if we can't do this, that, what have you, then the love kind of goes away. And it's a really sad thing, you know, because it's, you know, divorces are on an all-time rise. It's a lot easier option out now than it ever used to be. So it's like, you know, a guy, if, if he's not doing well, he has to kind of hide it because that's a, that's a weakness and he starts to lose things in our minds. So that's what makes it hard for us to open up. It's- so you know. just to piggyback on that. So, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, it's almost like our relationship's 100 every day. Mm-hmm. So if you're lacking in some areas, let me help you pick that up. Right. Like, you're, not, you're not taking on this world by yourself. If, if we can't, if you're doing stuff and you're, you're busy or whatever, yeah. at least we're still communicating and we're talking on the phone or whatever every day. But if I can't physically see you because, you know, you are doing whatever um, – let's talk about it. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, come to a healthy compromise. Like, do I need to come to you? Do, you know what I mean? Like, where do we go from here? But I feel like that you have to have those talks, even though you may not want to have those talks, right. you need to have them because at the I, end of the day, if you don't and you just go somebody or, you know, probably um, the, the stop, best thing, stop not, talking to them. Go ahead. Not to cut you off, but probably the best thing you can say to a guy like that, as opposed to continuing prying, because what happens is, is, you know, it'll, um, it, you'll keep saying, Hey, what's wrong? 
and you're like, nothing, I'm fine. What's wrong? Nothing, I'm fine. You know there's something wrong, but you don't know what it is. So you keep prying. Because you're, you're intuitive. You know, you pick up on it. Yeah. And then a resentment builds up. And then finally they explode. Nothing's wrong. Stop asking me. You're crazy. You're going off the thing. Because they don't want to talk about it. Probably the best thing you can say is, listen, whatever you're going through, I'm here with you. And if you need me, I'm here. And just leave it at that. Because that will all that'll bring the wall down as opposed to building the wall up. You know, yeah. like. Like just stop it and know and be secure enough in yourself, knowing that it's not you. Oh, yeah. And if it is if it is you, it's their problem to tell you what it is that you did because you're not a mind reader, so you don't know. You know, nine times out of ten, it's not. You know, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with some other insecurity. You know, and it's like, oh, it could be something as stupid as like, you know, some guy like talk to you out in public and he's better looking than me, and or he has more money than me, or he's a better job and. It's wearing on my, my psyche because we're getting hammered every day in social media. You know, you see people leaving each other for, you know, the next best thing. And it's like, it's, it's, that's a lot on somebody, you know, like that's not, not only that, but like, I feel like, I feel like, especially if you, if, if you as a man feel like you can't provide certain things right? as of now, but you're working on those goals but you feel like you cannot provide that when you're with somebody right. that, I don't know, that you feel deserves that. Right. Like, why don't you build on that with them versus just walking away? And I think yeah. that's also a big thing in today's world, too. Yeah. I mean, like, I know, like, one of my issues is, like, you know, I will – because I own my own business, you know, you're, when you own your own business, you're pretty much front line. Like you see what's going on in the world and you know what's coming. When you work for somebody else, you kind of have that, you know, I show up every day, I get a paycheck. As long as I show up and do my job, I get a paycheck mentality. Like you're not, as an owner, you're like, oh, if this happens, then this could cause this and this could cause this. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I'm down 50% of revenue. Like you see that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And you're like, I still got to pay my employees. I still got to do all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's been times where like I'll have some anxiety over things that are way out of my control, like completely out of my control. And my wife will be like, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I don't want to share that with her because I don't want her to have that anxiety. Like I'm trying to save her from worrying about, hey, you know, if this happens, then this will happen, then this will happen, then we won't be able to pay rent. But the probability of this happening is like not really that big. Like for instance, like the housing market crashing. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. Like if it happens, it's going to be bad. And as a business owner, I can see that that, that would be a problem, you know, because I, I also own a moving company. And if the housing market crashes, then people aren't going to be moving. Then we're going to have trucks that aren't working, have employees that I can't pay. You know, we're going to have to start shuttering the doors. That's going to hurt my income. And that might lead to more financial difficulties down the road. Now, the probability of that happening is, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's It could or couldn't because you have people on both sides of the panel saying, Oh, it's happening. Other people are like, no, it's going crazy. It's going to be the exact opposite. So a lot it's, of times I have that mental struggle I'm going with. Yeah, that overthinking. And has, and, yeah, yeah. And it has nothing to do with my wife. And I just don't want to bring her in because then she'll start stressing out about it. You know? But and, I, also, I also feel like that's yeah. a little unfair. Because yeah. Like, and I, a little selfish. I mean, right. I get you're trying not to be, but that's also, yeah. you know, it, that's, that's and, also your partner. That's somebody you're – you're at the end of the day right. that you're supposed to be able to talk to. Yeah, but see, it comes from like, you know, anxiety is the fear of the unknown. And the problem is, is that you can't do anything with it. Like before, like when we were back in caveman days, like we heard a loud noise. We knew that was something that might eat us. So we ran away. We had that adrenaline spike. You know, we got away from it and everything calmed back down because we no longer heard the noise crunching outside. Now all the noise crunching outside is fake. Like we don't know if it's real or not because it's on social media. It's on the Internet. So we had these adrenaline spikes and we go through this panic and then. We're like, oh, okay, everything's fine. But then we're like, was it really fine? Because I don't know. I'm still hearing the noise, but it's not there. So it's a little different because it's just that response. So what happens is, is I'll have a moment and I'm having a moment. And because she sees me and she knows me, she says I'm having a moment. And I'm not trying to share that with her. So I'm trying to protect her because that moment is fake. It's not real. It's in my head. It's something that may or may not happen six, eight months down the road yeah. that I don't have to worry about right now. But for some reason, my reptilian brain is going – Hey, dangers. There's, there's a danger over there. You need to run away from the danger. And I'm like, no, I need to stay here because there's no danger. It's not real. And I'm having that internal struggle. And then her over here, because 
you know, I tell my wife and she's immediately like, well, let's like, you know, cancel the Netflix, let's cancel the Hulu. And I'm like, that's extreme. We don't need to do that yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now because everything's fine. Like this you're is six talking, months down the road. So. You're talking to the queen of like anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Stress. Like I literally stress about stress before stress even becomes a thing. So right. no, I know exactly what you're talking about. And you about. have somebody else that's not a stressor that doesn't normally stress like that. And then you say, hey, there's a fire. And there's no fire. They're they're starting to get water buckets to put the fire out, but it's not a real fire because you don't you're just imagining there's a fire there. You know, it's like the perfect example of that's like and you've probably done this because I know I've done it. You gotten mad about something and then you haven't seen the person for a couple of hours. So you've gone through every scenario in your head. Like oh, yeah. you're, you're having an argument with yourself, with that person. You're seeing the person there, you're having an argument. You know, so then the first time you see them, you've already had the argument. Like you've already been through it, you've been through every scenario. They say, Hey, what's up? And you're like, fuck you. And they're like, what do I do? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, no, fuck you. You know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, I had a girl break up with me one time. She had a dream that I was cheating on her. Like she literally had dreams. She called me up and said, listen, I can't do this. Cause like my what? ex cheated on me. I had a dream last night that you're going to cheat on me. So I can't have a relationship with you. And I'm like, I, wow, I that's like, fucking extensive. But I, like, okay. That's very extreme. And yeah. I feel like, like <laughs> if you can't have a conversation with somebody at that point in time about that then maybe you should seek help for yourself. Right. I was like, that's, that's that's a lot. That's when frozen came on. I was like, let it go. Let it go. I was like, I'm out of here. This is crazy. That's That's, I mean, yeah. So probably need to talk to somebody yourself before yourself out before you even. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of that resentment on people uh, that don't deserve it. I don't want to keep you much longer because we've, we've almost gone for a full hour here. So that's great. And we already lost our other two co-hosts through this endeavor. Um, I really appreciate you being on the show today and I definitely would like to do maybe a follow-up show when you have time because oh, yeah, I think you have a lot sure. of good points and uh, you uh, um, Brad to talk to. Brad definitely mentioned that. So I'm sure yeah. that this isn't going to be the only time that I'll be on here. So and we will have time with Crystal. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and lead us out of here because, you know, there's nobody left to do it but me. <laughs> so here we go. All right, thanks everybody listening for The Daily BM. Follow us on our socials at The Daily BM or visit us on the web at thedailybm.com. Again, thank you, Crystal, for coming out. Absolutely. Awesome. Everybody have a great day. And as Eric, as Eric would say, deuces. <laughs>